Good Golly, I'm Polly Am is a podcast intended for mature audiences. Each episode may contain strong language and slash or sexual references. partners um boys if you could tell the podcast public your name how long we've been together and how many partners you have currently um i'm matthew or matt uh we've been together nearly five years now and i currently have two partners i'm ben we've been together coming up to a year and i currently have one serious partner and a couple of casual partners Casual, so cool. Perfect. All right, Matt. Um, I already know the story, but how did you get into polyamory? Well, our story is very interconnected. (laughs) I'm not. Well, I don't know if you've already said your story on the podcast. So we've been together. I want to say like a year and a half, two years. I'm not going to correct you. Oh, well, your memory's better than mine, so <laughs> I feel like you should. You've got to be like, it's riddled with mistakes. <laughs> this is a test. This whole podcast is a trick. It is a tr- <laughs> um, So yeah, about a year and a half, two years. Um, I know that you did research into the way you were feeling. Um, and uh, effectively it culminated into us having several very frank and emotional conversations um, about you having done research about polyamory and you feeling like this is the way you felt um, and at the time I feel like this should be clarified we were in a monogamous relationship <laughs> yeah. so when we first started dating we were and got together we were monogamous for the year and a half two years um, yeah so we had those conversations you were really upset about it because um, you felt like I was gonna just leave, <laughs> be like, nope, I'm out, um, which from my perspective is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so I looked into it as well after you talked to me about it and we just kind of, well from from my side, just kind of started dipping toes in um, little by little and I think the, the point at which we well, the point at which I became fully poly with actual dates and actual relationships with other people was only like, I feel like a year or so ago, I think. You're looking at me like, hmm, I guess that's about right. <laughs> I think just over a year ago. So, I think. It's wrong. Is it? <laughs> what, what, no, what, how long ago was it? It's like two years ago. Two years ago. So yeah, it was about um, a year and a half of kind of developing into that um, full polyamorous um, way of living, I guess is the best way of putting it, or way of life. Um, but yeah, that's the story. <laughs> 
I feel like you tell it so much better. I'm so bad at telling the story. I'm just like, oh yeah, kind of a conversation happened at maybe this point, and then like, now we're here. That's that's the story. That's all it is. That counts as a story. So. Yeah, not a good one. <laughs> well, the story is good. The storytelling is not. I don't date you for your storytelling ability. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm so flattered. Ben, how did you get into polyamory? Because you were polyam before we met. Yes, yeah. Um, so I, uh, I guess kind of similar to you, I started reading about it online. I was radicalised online, like a lot of people these days. Um, but I think, I, I didn't really go looking for it. I can't remember how I stumbled across it, but I just remember reading something and thinking like, wow, that describes how I feel about stuff. Um, because I think I'd always been a bit kind of, one of me just didn't quite sit right with me. So I've been cheated on in previous monogamous relationships and, you know, been upset about it in the kind of normal way that monogamous people are. But then there were also, I had times where like I was cheated on and I was kind of like, well, what's really happened? Like, they've just, they've had sex with somebody. Is that really a massive deal? Does that really concern me? So it was nice to kind of read something and think, oh, yeah, that's what's actually going on here. Like, I kind of understand it better. You're not crazy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not crazy. It's, actually, it's, it's monogamous people who are crazy. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them that. They can't handle it. Those do not reflect the views of good golly, I'm polyam. <laughs> just a cease and desist lawyer. Okay, yeah. just start coming through. From all the monogamous people. crazy. Millions of them. So, um, so yeah, so I started reading online and I was like, um, Oh yeah, this is really great. And so I kind of decided, I was in a monogamous relationship at the time, but when we broke up, I thought, right, my next relationship, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try and be polyamorous. And that didn't really happen. So what happened was I, I met somebody and like, you know, we kind of fell in love. And then um, she was, it was quite clear from the beginning that she was not going to be okay with non-monogamy. So I just thought, okay, I really like this girl. I'll just put that dream on hold for a while. Um, and then it just ended up being a problem in the relationship because I wasn't happy being monogamous and I knew why, but I didn't really feel able to talk about it or um, find any kind of compromise. And then when we did try and compromise, it all just kind of fell apart. So after that, I was like, right, I'm not doing monogamy ever again. No matter how much I like the person, <laughs> because it just doesn't work. Um, and that has been a great decision, it turns out. Um, and yeah, it's been, there's a lot of learning to do. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. So far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for each of you, what has been the best part of being polyamorous? Um, I think the community. Like, I've met so many lovely, nice people all through Trish. <laughs> like She's they, a good person to be polyamorous, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> she can help you out a lot. Yeah. Make so many friends through you. <laughs> um, but obviously like, there's the, the online community, there's also like, the meetups, which I really should go to more than I do. Um, a little difficult now that quarantine's on. Quarantine, <laughs> quarantine. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's just filled with so many lovely people and understanding people, and a, a lot of people who want to help as well. Like if you have questions about 
certain aspects of polyamory, I feel like most people are pretty open to helping out with that. Yeah, I think that's what the, the best part for me has been. I just really love the, the freedom of it. I think that's, when I sort of look back on being monogamous and kind of how I felt about that, you feel very, uh, I guess, caged almost. Like, it's, it's weird the way that you have to think to be in a monogamous relationship. Um, because, you know, it's really hard to decide what is and isn't allowed because they don't talk about it. You can't say, like, oh, is it allowed to, um, you know, kiss so-and-so on the cheek because it's allowed for some people, but not people who are hotter than your girlfriend because, like, they don't like that. <laughs> that comes down fair. to, like, individual <laughs> relationships. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, okay, I know when Matt and I were monogamous, one of the first things I said was, like, okay, what's cheating for you and what's yeah. not? Because yeah. if you, like, make out with people on nights out, I really don't care. And he was like, oh, that would make me really upset. And I was like, cool, so I won't do that. Um, so you're a very good communicator, <laughs> um, which actually, okay, that's, that's my best thing, is learning how to communicate, I won't say well, but better. <laughs> um, Wise choice of words. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sort of sell myself too, uh, too highly. Um, I think to be polyamorous, you have to really communicate really well. Oh, 100%. Um, which I have learned. Mm. And that's been a steep learning curve, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, really important. And it applies to like all other relationships as well. Um, so I think it's just a really useful skill. Yeah, 100% agree. I feel like, yeah, when you're in a polyamorous relationship, you're kind of almost forced to communicate better, in a way. Because otherwise it will just, yeah. just break down. Whereas I think in a monogamous relationship, people are more likely to kind of dig down and like... Push it away. Yeah, I think push with, it away. With a monogamous relationship, you've got quite a clear mold that your relationship is just supposed to fit in. Yeah. And so you kind of a lot of these conversations you don't really need to have because most monogamous people, I think, would agree that if you sleep with somebody else, that's cheating. Yeah. So you don't it's just need to have that conversation. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of stuff is assumed, like far too much is assumed in most monogamous relationships. So it kind of forces you to have those conversations. And I think mm, that's definitely. Really also, all the shagging. <laughs> wow. I mean, you let's not pretend. You grand. <laughs> all the shagging. I've had such a great time shagging loads of people. I just love to fuck. This <laughs> <laughs> is not PG. Is it? Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, but on the other side of that coin, what has been the worst thing about being polyamorous so far? Man. I'm just trying to think of, of, of something that won't put me in an awful light. <laughs> and people are like, wow, he's an awful human being. No, I think, I think, no, I just think kind of bouncing off what you were saying about the communicating is, I think that's something that's been also a steep learning curve and has been really difficult at times um, and has really tested um, certainly our relationship at times, at many times. Um, is that learning to communicate. So that's been pretty awful at times, <laughs> pretty difficult, which, uh, but I guess that doesn't really have anything to do with polyamory. <laughs> well, I think, I think the, the lack of communication was about stuff that within polyamory that I was like, 
I guess when I've when I felt jealous and I've just been like, let's just bundle it up inside. That's cool. <laughs> let's not communicate about that. And then like stuff has just kind of imploded a little because of that. Yeah. That's not a healthy way to do things. Correct. <laughs> and that's something I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> Insert a little like light bulb moment. Yeah. So I think that although the learning curve and learning to communicate is fantastic, it's also really difficult and will or can lead to some really tough times if you just kind of want to brush that off and not, not really put as much effort in to it. I think, well for me personally that's what's been the hardest thing I think. Um, I really don't know. You had all this time to think about it. I know, and I have been thinking, and I just haven't come up with a good answer. Giving you all the time in the world. Literally. Okay, I guess one thing is that it can get a little incestuous. Because. <laughs> what? Yeah, hear me out. <laughs> the, the polyam community. I mean, certainly in, like, in Brighton, for example, it, it's quite small. Ben lives in Brighton for important context. <laughs> ben lives in Brighton, yeah. Um, nice that person. It's, it's quite small. And obviously, when you're polyamorous, you just end up dating a lot of people. So you kind of date people who are all like dating each other. And there's just it just gets this very messy spider's web. Which is again another reason why communication is very important. But like it just I just sometimes find it a bit much and it can be a bit awkward. And um, well, it's just everyone knows everyone. Just everyone knows everyone, everyone's dated everyone. And so like, okay, so for example, a couple of weekends ago we were trying to organise um, like I was meeting up with a friend who I've been seeing lately, um, and then another friend who I've been seeing lately invited us both to a board game uh, night. Okay. Thing. The board game cafe. At the board game cafe. And then she was like, oh, but there's somebody there that you went on a date with and then it didn't work out. The, the, the other the friend that I was with before was like, oh, that didn't work out, so is that going to be awkward? Do you still want to come? And then she was like, oh, I don't know, because, you know, she's your best friend. And like, oh, it just gets very, very messy very quickly, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's that kind of, as much of that in London. For context, Trish and I live in London. <laughs> it's still a small community, I think. Yeah. yeah. But that's, for example, that's got to be the biggest community in the UK, sure. 100%, so there's no like, way. If, if, that, if that's a small, small community, anywhere <laughs> else is going to be smaller. Yeah, 100%. So, I feel sorry for all the people who live in like villages and towns and stuff. There's like three of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that. I think there's any where I come from. <laughs> how do you guys tell the how we met story if I'm not there? Someone's like, hey, how'd you meet Trisha? What's that story? How do we meet? Yeah. Um, like, like, how'd you start dating? I always just say we <laughs> we both worked at Disney. And we met there. Um, at Disney World, to clarify, because it is the superior of all the Disney parks. But yeah, I just say we worked, we worked together. We met through a mutual friend. Um, I always mention Disney because then everyone's like, oh, so magical. Yeah, I'm going to put in a little Disney-esque spark. <laughs> generic. Generic magic it. noise. Yeah. 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 Um, and then everyone's like, oh, so magical. Like, I'm sure she was there and the light hit her and she was like, you're princess. And I'm like, no, that's not how it's, that wasn't like a love at first sight kind of thing. Um, and I feel like we just really hit it off in like a non-romantic way at first. Like, we, like, you just made me laugh so much, like, the whole time. You are. <laughs> but literally, like, when we hung out, it was just, like, always crying with laughter. It was just always such a good time. 
Um, and then I kind of skip over the miscommunication of you asking me on a date, but not actually asking me on a date and me thinking it was, and then me panicking and be like, ah, <laughs> I don't know if I want a date right now. And Is, didn't you do that again recently? Is this just something that you do? No, so with Matt, I didn't ask him on a date, but he thought I did. Yeah. Uh, with Nat, <laughs> I did ask her on a date, but I wasn't sure if it was a date until the date. Okay. Spoiler so she... alert, it was a date. <laughs> 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 Cute. Um, but yeah, and then we, we went on a few dates in Disney. Um, yeah, and it was just really great. When did you fall in love with me? Um, I remember very clearly, even though I was fairly intoxicated at the time, the time I said I love you for the first time. Um, and I think it was at that moment. Like, there's always, like, so we, so I lived in Manchester at the time, and you lived in London. Um, and so it was kind of long distance. We'd take the time, it was like, at least once every two weeks, one of us would go up or down to the other for a weekend. Um, and there was always, like, I would always think, like, is this for the long term? Is this what I want? And I was like, you know, could I see myself like in five years with her, in ten years with her? Because I'm really weird like that. Uh, <laughs> is that weird? I I don't know. I feel like it is. Like just being like, I don't know. I, maybe everyone does it, and it's everyone's just like, this is really weird. <laughs> We're all weird. <laughs> um, but you know, I think it was when I came down to yours in London, and we went out drinking. But in, in the flat, and it was just like I just there was. I remember a distinct moment where I just looked at you, and I was. That's the moment I said I love you. I was just like I looked at you, and I was like, yeah, yeah. This this is this is her. <laughs> and obviously we were monogamous at the time, yes. so I was like, this is the one. The one. Literally, oh, like, that, that was that was that was the feeling that. though. It was like this is this is the one. This is the person. Yeah, aggressive. <laughs> what was the question? How did we meet? How do you, so, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. How do, you, how do you tell the how we met story if I'm not there? Because if someone's like, hey, tell me about how, how you started dating your girlfriend. How does, how does, how do you tell yeah. the story? Um, so, well, we met online. We did. Actually. Um, chatted a bit online and then we had our first date. A couple of years ago in December, and um, it was a really good day actually. I was very impressed. Uh, I went to see the network at the National. Just network, actually, know that. <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> network. Um, with Brian Cranston, Correct. and we had excellent seats. And uh, at one point, he comes down into the audience and sort of shuffles past people. And he shuffled right past us. And <laughs> um, that was very exciting. Yeah. Um, so that was very cool. And then, yeah, we, I mean, we had a bit of a weird start. Where we were sort of like dating for a bit and then just went to kind of see each other casually kind of thing for a while. Um, and then started getting more serious around about April last year. Um, 
and it's been it's been really great since then. Like, obviously, it's weird telling you the story because you know it all because you were there. <laughs> I lived um, it. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was pretty rocky before April last year. But I just think it's gone kind of from strength to strength since then, um, which has been really lovely. So yeah, that's basically the story. Um, when did you fall in love with me? Um, I can't remember exactly when it was. It was like last year sometime. Wow. <laughs> last year answer? sometime. Can I change that? <laughs> Can I change that? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> you will be graded at the end. You're failed. Didn't do your revision. <laughs> Sometime last year? Sometime between April last year and now. Technically not wrong. (laughs) It's starting. I want to bounce that one back onto you. I was about to say, do you guys have any questions? When did you um, realise that you loved us? Individually, together. of course. As not a, as a, not as, as, as a team. That's just been the past team. week. We've all been quarantining together for like it's a couple of weeks now. It's been um, very nice, actually. It's, it's been, been lovely. Awesome. Really yeah, I it. feel like yeah, we've grown really close because of it. So yeah. thank you, coronavirus, but please go away. <laughs> Stop <laughs> killing people. Yes, it's definitely felt like, particularly the past couple of weeks. I mean, well, only the past couple of weeks that you and I are dating Trish like as a team. <laughs> I mean, I think I would phrase it more as I feel like we're more of a family. If you get what I mean, like yeah, yeah. When Trish needs a bit of support, it's like I'm on one side, you're on the other side. Emotionally. Emotionally. Yes. I mean, you have also physically been on one side and the other side. Cuddling. Yes. With clothes on. <laughs> PG. PG. Was anyone even thinking sex? Matt was. Did you see his face? <laughs> the audience. They can't. It's a podcast. <laughs> but now you know. I was like, just to make this clear, we haven't been having threesomes for like the past quarant- like however long quarantine's been going on. We've before. had no threesomes actually over the exactly. past quarantine. Yeah. What did I say? You said, you said we haven't been having threesomes, and I was just saying no, we haven't. You were confirming that. I was just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought you were correcting what I said, and I was like, what did I say? No, it sounded like you were saying, oh, we haven't been having constant threesomes. So oh, I was just saying, oh, well, right, we right, haven't right, been right. having any threesomes, actually. Yes, no. <laughs> but yes, we, we've, been, we've been working, I feel like, we, yeah, we've worked as a team in the terms of, like, being able to support you um, and give you what you need. Like, yeah, it's not been like, if you've got upset with something and then just like, you're like, do you want to take this one? Or do you like, <laughs> whose turn is it this time? Well, I got it last time, so you, you can get it this time. Yeah, exactly. I thought that's hilarious, just being like, <laughs> just imagine like a few people it's and like, like babies, what? isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I got the last one. <laughs> I feel like we just did a good job busting that polyamory myth that we all just have orgies the whole time. Like, we've been in quarantine for a long time and haven't had a single three. Not one single threesome. We are keeping it pure and Christian up in this his house. Tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay, for the last wow. few minutes Good of the podcast, Christian. do you guys have any questions that you want to ask me? What do the people want to know? Oh, let them phone in, yeah, to this live. Oh, we just had a call from. Uh, <laughs> 
you could phone to the 26th of March, <laughs> <laughs> let us know. Um, what's been your best and worst bits? Yeah, you should answer the question. Those are my questions. You have to think of your own. Well, you um, didn't answer the love one either. You didn't say when. Well, because you guys. Yeah, we did kind of take it. Was it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Which one do you want me to answer? Both. Well, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just edit Which one first, please? Which one first? Best part. My, okay, the best part of polyamory for me is I think I'm really about compersion. Um, which, if you've missed my polyamory for beginners episode, is the happiness that you feel when one of your partners is happy, usually um, through some other romantic partner. Um, I really enjoy that. It makes me really happy to hear about like good dates um, or like the little see the little butterflies that happen before you go meet someone that you're like really into um so that's probably the best part for me uh the worst part is the fact that i'm dating two boys and boys are terrible at communication <laughs> generalize about men don't take me down please copyright <laughs> um not generally speaking but you guys have been terrible at communication so you guys have put me through like a lot of shit but it's been worth it and Aww. if it wasn't i wouldn't still be with you so yeah it's good to know <laughs> it doesn't mean do it more <laughs> oh, <right>. yes. <laughs> your terrified face there is like <laughs> I, I will kick you to the curb It's funny hearing you say that because I know that you said that if somebody now behaved how Matt and I have been behaved in the past, yeah. you wouldn't put up with it. Oh, so no. you're like, oh, it was worth it, but also never again. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Like you guys had a much more naive version of myself. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful for the... <laughs> For the fact that I was able to get away with it. Yeah. yeah. Like, Look at where I am now. <laughs> Dating an amazing woman. Thanks so much. Yeah. Audience, please love me. <laughs> um, is that it? No, there was a when did you realise that you. What is there a moment that you remember where you're like, yes, I love this person?
couple of conversations, and then you were shortly back up to Repton. I haven't actually seen you very much in the last year. Um, I think this quarantine is the most time, the most time we've ever spent together. Which yeah, has been really, definitely. really nice. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I even think like the last like two months. Like, yeah, the last few months definitely. Yeah, I've seen nice. you the most that I've ever seen you, including when you lived not far away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I started letting myself love you when you like were clearly putting effort in. Again, it was like a gradual process. Now I love both of you so much, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think with both of you, it's not been like a moment that I was like, oh, I love this person so much. It was, it's all been like gradual instances. Yeah, I feel that. Okay, so uh, before we wrap up the podcast, is there anything else that you guys want to ask or anything that you want to say to the podcast public? Pop up. Bye. Bye. <laughs>